and welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Adventures in Asheville show. We're airing the show every Tuesday. We've done it for a few months now. Uh, we air mm-hmm. it with our friends Steve and Karen Wilson. They are known as Mr. and Mrs. Wild of Asheville in North Carolina. And Ooh-hoo. they own and run the Lion and the Rose Bed and Breakfast in the Montfort Historic District, Lucky Daw, of Asheville. And so I encourage you to go to their website, lion-rose.com. And this is where it all started. We landed on their doorstep. They gave us a beer. They introduced us to their dogs. And we became immediate friends, and so now we do a show every month. And uh, we've been hiking, we've been beer drinking, we've been, you know, having a good time. So welcome back to the show, Steve and Karen. How are you? Hey, good. good. How are you guys? We're good. We're doing good. How, now, how, how are Ozzy and Oreo and Jax mm. and Rocky and, oh, I shouldn't say that, uh, but how are the pups doing? They're good. They're good. Just a little chilly because it's been the bitter cold, but they're they're happy. They're happers. Are, oh, yeah. Do they have jackets? Yes, they have sweatshirts. We took them out uh, the other day to go search for some frozen waterfalls, and they had their little sweatshirts on. Aww. <laughs> you guys did that. That was awesome. I was looking at your photos. I mean, that's amazing, the, the ice and everything. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, it's not quite ready yet. We're all looking at this going, this is freaking amazing. I mean, people <laughs> in other parts of the country go like, really? We don't get to see that. And Arizona, mm-hmm. where we lived before we went on the road full time, we're like, we don't get to see frozen waterfalls all the time. That's pretty mm-hmm. amazing and just beautiful. So... Um, today's show, everybody, uh, because it's 2023, technically, right, now that this is airing on January mm-hmm. 3rd. Yep, I'm just making sure. Third. Um, it, yes, third's the word. <laughs> uh, this show <laughs> okay. is dedicated to 23 must-do experiences in and around Asheville in 2023, which is cool. It's exciting. And I know we're going to end up covering more than 23 because it's Asheville, um, mm-hmm. And it is, you know, Smoky Mountains National Park is the backyard. The Blue Ridge Parkway is the backyard. Pisgah yep. National mm-hmm. Forest is the backyard. See, did I did I already give a few things away, you guys? Did I? <laughs> Maybe. No, Maybe, but that's okay. Sneak yeah, is it? It's fine. There's so much. Yep. That's by Ding. I know. It's like, okay. I got I got two dings in there. My ding is slow. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to say that our first ding is that first ding. Of, there's no way we're going to do the dings throughout this show. But no. that's the ding ding. The ding is that the first ding per 23 things is that you check into the line and the roads, bed and breakfast, like I was saying, in the historic Montford district. It is a pink lady Victorian mansion. It is beautiful, lovely, mm-hmm. certified uh, you know, garden uh, for the National Wildlife Federation. They have this certified uh, backyard habitat, so you invite birds and all of these native species, and in, including bears in Asheville. By the way, that's another thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Karen, give us a little bit of an overview of the inn. Well, officially, we were told that the inn is 19, uh, 1898. Um, from mm. some of the history that we have, it, it looks more like 1895. You mm. know, a few years makes a difference. If maybe it doesn't, 
Um, so it's been a bed and breakfast since 1985. We are the fifth owners and keepers of, of this beautiful place. Um, a lot of cool. interesting history here. We've kind of gone through that. I know touched on that before as far as the families who lived here. Um, some interesting connections with Thomas Wolf and um, one of the sons that lived here. So there's some some really interesting stuff. Right. <laughs> okay. I feel like we're going to go into a vortex if we do that, right? They tell us that on the Grey Line tours that, you know, the trolley tours that you're on the vortex. So that's another thing. I can't do the thing. I just can't. But um, Steve, Steve is a home brewer. So when you check in, you get beer, um, a home-brewed yep. beer. And if you're there on a Sunday, this is the special day, you get a beer mosa at brunch. And mm-hmm. by the way, Steve's mm-hmm. breakfast are to die for, right? We, we yep. know about yeah. them. Um, mm-hmm. So that is a big deal. So, Steve, how long have you been brewing beer? Oh, probably since, oh, I want to say. Uh, eight years, huh? At least that, yeah. It might be longer. I mean, it was off and on for a while, but, but seriously, probably for about eight years. And we cool. just incorporated in, incorporated into the inn and everything, and that would be a nice touch to to be able to hand our our guests a ice-cold home brew from the Beer City USA. How many breweries are in Asheville, do you think? I mean, yeah. it is Beer City USA, yeah. And Doc yeah, City. Over, capita. It's over, over capita, 40, but. I believe. Yeah. Still by hand? Offhand? Yeah, over 40. Maybe Christy knew. Okay, so let's get Christy on the show. Christy is our very first guest on the show. author of 100 Things to Do in Asheville Before You Die. We don't want you to die, but we want you to do the 100 Things to Do in Asheville. And I know putting this show together today that she probably could have written a book of two to 300 things to do in Asheville, and we keep going back to Asheville, so, you know, it's a it's a big deal. She's also the editor of The Points Guy, so you can go to that website, thepointsguy.com. You can go to her website, christytolley.com. That's T-O-L-L-E-Y, and it's Christy with a K. So she's like a Krispy Kreme. So welcome to the show, Christy. How are you? <laughs> Which was actually, I think, uh, that was a, that's a North Carolina, that's a North Carolina creation, right, Krispy Kreme? Um, yes, thank you so much mm-hmm. for having yep. me. I'm so excited to, to hang out with you all today. So, hey, so you've written this book, I mean, this 100 Things to Do in Asheville, and I think that's such a hard thing to do because – you had to throw things out. Like you had to kill the babies that you wanted to put in. You hit the nail on the head. It was so funny. I had, um, I had a lot of people say, Oh, how are you going to come up with a hundred things? And I'm like, how am I going to narrow it down to a hundred things? Seriously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just a bevy of just, and I mean, you could literally visit Asheville every weekend and come up with something new to explore it. It's, it's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And it was so much fun to ride. You know, I've been in the travel and tourism industry for, gosh, 25, over maybe 27 years now. And I've written about and visited Asheville so, so many times um, over the past 30 years. And it's just one of my absolute favorite places to be. Hmm. 
I like it. <laughs> okay, are you being served? It's a floating dick. I have to let it stay in, here and there on the show. But, but like, seriously, Christy, you know, I, I want to go back to what we were talking about in the beginning is breweries. Like, breweries, yeah. I mean, you could do, like, 100 breweries. Breweries, period. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, how many breweries do you see? I mean, I, I, writing yeah. this book, you had to go through some breweries. Well, of course. I mean, well, there are over Here's 40. Here's the reason and it, that, she I mean, the book. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And there's a reason it's called Beer City USA with over 40, you know, breweries per capita wow. than any U.S. Mm-hmm. city. There's um, roughly 100 local beers that you can enjoy wow. in Asheville on draft and bottles. Um, and, you know, each is unique. You know, each brewery has its own atmosphere um, mm-hmm. it, it, and you know, you've got the o, the OG brewery Highland Brewing, of course, um, right. which opened in 1994. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's just so many places to to check out and sample beer. Yeah. Mm. So is so it you, about you the men- water? Well, it's like, about the water. It's about being in the mountain. I mean, why that's what we've been told. Yeah. The nu- yep. neutral of the how neutral yeah, the neutral water pH is. on it. Yep. Oh wow. Cool. That's what was that? Well, that was the uh, guy who did the other tour. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. go, if you have a bad pH, like you get an acid test on your body, you need to just go to Asheville and have a beer, and you'll be fine. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You know, nobody. I mean, huh. well, I mean, I don't want to say anything negative about acid either, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's okay. It's, alkaline versus acid is what I'm talking about, but um, you know. <laughs> I, I really think there's something super cool about Asheville in that it is fun, it's funky, but it's historic, and everybody embraces the history on all all parts of its history. That is really some there's some insane history, um, like in, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Um, but I think that it's just it's got the nature, it's got so many parts to it that it's really special. Uh, the brewery thing. No, obviously it comes on the map with that, but the arts have really been huge. But uh, you you were talking about Highland Brewing, uh, Christy, but Steve and Karen, each of you, sh- give a shout. We, is it Rock Bottom? What was the place that we went to with you guys, with the cider? Bramari. Bramari Brewing. Bramari? Oh, cider? another one. Down no, cider Bold Rock. Bold Rock. Bold Rock Bold Cider. Rock. That's it. I always, why yeah. do I always say Rock Bottom? Oh, wow. No, well, <laughs> but, let me okay. not say and, anything. And then what, the other one, you've got uh, the Fat Tire Place, um, I would call it. With the Fat Tire Brewery. New Belgium. New Belgium, yeah, because they, yep. they're cool. Mm-hmm. When we yep. were there, you couldn't tip the bartenders or the beer tenders. You, the money went well, to... Well, they donated them um, to charity. They donated. Yeah, that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And that's very cool. We like that, too. They mm-hmm. let your dogs be there, too, and, and that mm-hmm. is another thing. So... Would you say Asheville is a dog-friendly city? Oh, yeah. 100%. I would. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's oh, cool. That's cool. That is cool. So, Christy, in, in your book, you really covered everything. I mean, we have a list that we and, – and we were, you know, going back and forth between all of us, and by the time the show starts now, um, it's already been added on to, and a lot of it is in your book. So one of the places you wanted to make sure we brought up on the show is because we have a lot of tour people coming on the show, everyone. We, we're going to be talking about rooftop bar tours, wellness tours, Lazoom tours, 
Uh, we've done Grayline uh, Trolley Tours. Uh, you've heard about them mm-hmm. on the past shows. But, um, Christy, you talked about Hood Huggers Tours. This is, and I think these tours are really a good thing because Asheville, when you first get there, you really don't quite get it until you go on a tour to get kind of the lay of the land. But tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about Hood Huggers Tours. Yeah, Hood Huggers, um, the, it's an, the interactive tour, uh, it was founded by Dwayne Barton, and he was um, the co-founder of the Burton Street Peace Gardens, which I mentioned in my book. It's uh, mm. number 74, actually. And uh, what it does is the tour showcases the city's African-American um, history and the future through the businesses, arts, environmentalism, and the tour takes you through the neighborhoods um, with those grassroots initiatives, art, active green spaces, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, proceeds from each ticket actually go to support the Hood Hugger, um, their international programming, which supports their community. Um, and it also helps um, students get confident through the arts environment. They learn financial literacy, construction skills, all kinds of uh, things, all provided by a team of, of staff and community mentors. It's nice. really impressive. Mm-hmm. That is cool. That's See, way cool. Our, one of our shows, I think it was November we did, was the Arts of Asheville, and we had Stephanie mm-hmm. Hickling Beckman on from Different Strokes Performing Arts Collective. And I want to add that to there. I mean, because it was really about, you know, diversity and bringing in People that, you know, hey, we want to do something. And and the Magnetic Theater, we had Katie Jones on, too, mm-hmm. talking about, yep. like, this opening the doors for people to actually be part of theater, which is a big mm-hmm. deal. Because that goes it into um, just creativity, literacy, and showmanship, performing, I mean, it, and, and feel good, right? You know, all of that. Right, yeah, and it inspires confidence. Yeah, it inspires confidence and um, you know, students and just gives them an outlet for creative opportunity. Um, it's just a, an impressive program. Do you, do you think, Christy, that um, Asheville is, has like a younger energy, even though it has such like ancient history when you think about the indigenous peoples and then you go into like all these different eras of its history i mean just being settled and then all these different plagues and things that happened to it during its time and i mean there's certain parts where you like we learned from the gray line uh trolley tours that you you'd be walking on dead people downtown like literally <laughs> <laughs> um, well that's the truth right um yeah so there's all of these things but at the same time isn't there like an energy do you feel that about Asheville? That's very young. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's very, it's a very youthful atmosphere in that um, there's such a strong sense of community and they have such a welcoming spirit. But it's like they embrace the past in the sense that you learn from the past. There's so much history that we need to acknowledge and we need to honor, but Mm -hmm. there is a hope and there's just an enthusiasm for the future and what the future holds. Um, and I know, I mean, it sounds cliche, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but but Asheville is really the place to go for every type of traveler. It's, it's such a, I mean, I'm inspired every time I go there. Like whether mm-hmm. you 
want to embrace the outdoors, whether you're a history buff, Mm -hmm. artist, foodie, family, there's really something for everyone. And I feel like it's contagious. Every time I go and explore and just experience as much as I can experience, even if I've done it a million times before and, and visited the same places, I just leave so inspired and just energized. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Do you all feel that way? I mean, it does. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. know, we come away from it going, now that's America. That's that's how I feel. Like, you know, you come away and you go, it's got a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but everybody gets along. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, to me, that's the epitome of what this country is. Well, yeah, because you've got the downtown, too, and the downtown mm-hmm. has record stores. Oh, Sorry, yes. So cool. Listen, vinyl is, like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I get excited, and I have to watch my language, because I do. I get excited <laughs> about, like, vinyl and bookstores, and there's bookstores with champagne. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, seriously, yep. and then oh, there's, like, places with vinyl being pressed. Christy, tell us about that in your book. You And... Like Steve, Karen, Nancy, and I have been saying, we're going to, like, next time we get there, that we're going to do the vinyl thing, and we're going to go to the Moog place, because, like, mm-hmm. you yes, know. we're going to oh, take yes. you to do that, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know, and it's it's so interesting to see the, the kind of the renaissance, the new life that the vinyl records are having, like, my... My daughters are like buying vinyl records and things, and I'm like, I still cool. have my, I still have my Duran Duran albums and my Prince albums, you know. So <laughs> it's just so funny to see. But yeah, you can definitely find, find what you need in Asheville. You've got Harvest Records, um, Voltage, mm-hmm. Static Age. Um, so you know, so many opportunities to to restock your original. You know, if your original collection made its way to the art sale over the years. You can restock it or, you know, get some Ooh. new vinyl. Listen, yeah. my, my original stuff was, <laughs> dude, one of my first albums I bought was Billion Dollar Babies, like Alice Cooper. Like, seriously, now how am I going to get that back? That's I had awesome. the White Album. I had, like, Cat Stevens. On, you know, like, how do you have the White Album, Cat Stevens, and Alice Cooper in one collection? Don't ask me, but that's, that is, you know, we're the blend. But so what, like, how do you so recoup all that? Right? And Sticky Fingers, which you're going to, now they're going to take that away. Like the Rolling Stones are going to take that album away. And I'm like, no. no. Lisa, oh, wow, yeah. Lisa, what was the <laughs> album you had with the zipper down the front? That's it, Sticky Fingers. That's Sticky Uh-oh. Fingers, yep. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, <laughs> she brought that home, and I'm like, really? No. Oh, my God. And that was made in your era. Excuse me, Nancy, mother. I know. Mother. <laughs> Listen, the worst stuff was made in your time frame. Oh, I don't know. I can't say that. I mean, come on. But this is the thing about albums, like going into stores, albums, and then to be able to see them pressed. I think that's what's mm-hmm. so cool. Like I, I'm mm, a fan yeah. of Jack White for so many reasons in regards to just the creativity is endless. And he, Third Man Records in Detroit, he's really single-handedly bringing back this vinyl pressing back into like, hello, this is what we need. And you can do your own album. You can do these things. And to know that Asheville's right. doing that, Christy, what is that about with the with the vinyl, like where oh, you can with, press your like, own? Right, like Citizen Vinyl. Um, yeah, it's in the old Citizen Times building. Um, and so it's like an immersive music experience. And it's got the 
uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's the state's only large-scale recording pressing facility. Um, uh-huh. And you've got the recording studio, the record store. There's a cafe and bar. Um, mm-hmm. And when I actually, when I wrote the book and got it published, Citizen Vinyl opened for I could add it to the book physically. So when yeah. I do uh, a second a second edition, I'll be able to oh, add that to see, it. See. So, yeah. Good thing I brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> you did mm-hmm. look in there. You, like, you did put the yeah, music yeah. thing. Now, tell us about that, because I know Steve, Karen, Nancy, and I want to go. We haven't, yeah. we haven't, unless Steve and Karen did it without us. Like, did you do it? Yep. Like, <gasps> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you've got the... <laughs> You've got the the Moog Factory uh, Music Factory, and then you also got the Museum. Uh, they're they're both located on Broadway Street. One is down, you know, down the street from the other. Um, but you know, Doctor um, Robert Moog created the synthesizer. Mm-hmm. You know, he was an electronic music pioneer, and he was mm-hmm. the founder of the synthesizer, and invented the first commercial synthesizer. So. You know, back in 1964, he pretty much revolutionized the world of music for sure. Yep. And when you go to that factory, you can't miss it because it's, um, you know, a couple of – you've got that nice mural on its outer walls. It's got a multi-level synthesizer murals. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the museum, it's on 56 Broadway Street. Um, that is the hallmark of the foundation for him. Um, and it just gives you a really in-depth look at the birth of synthesizers, um, his life, innovations, and, and things like that that really altered music in the 60s and 70s. For sure. There would be no prog rock without him, literally. Exactly. <laughs> he, that, that, you know, he's the epitome of that. And it, we do so many, you know, interviews with prog artists, and I'm always like, Come on, like, have you been here? Like, and then, so we've got to go. We've got to go. So, Karen, um, you put the yes. drum circle on your list. We're talking about music. So, what's the drum circle about? Like, come on, can we? Can so that can is, we cool. be happy? That's, <laughs> yep, that's that's the iconic <laughs> Asheville thing on Friday night, where a bunch of people, anybody and everybody you can imagine, comes down there with a bunch of drums. You'll see anybody cool. from hippies to somebody in a business suit, just you know. Uh, enjoying the sound of the drums and just having fun. It's it's a it's a nice place to just kind of go kick back and people watch and enjoy. Oh, cool! I now, like it. I, I got to go to Steve the Orange Peel and music. We got to bring that up. Is that a thing that you guys <laughs> like to do? I mean, apparently there's a bunch of good bands that come out in the area. Mm-hmm. What's that Steve? again? Now the Orange Peel. Orange Peel. Oh. Orange Peel. Oh, the Orange Peel. Yeah, the Orange Peel is a great place to watch the show. It's nice and uh, intimate. It's an old roller skating rink, I guess, before they oh, turn oh, into wow. a music venue. Um, and, yeah, you can get in there, and they have some decent bands coming there as well. I mean, there's a lot of the uh, cover bands are making um, – are doing a lot lately. You've got Zeppelin cover band that's coming to town, Zoso, that's really good. Um, the, mm-hmm. You've got Journey cover bands. That's the one we like is it comes there once in a while. They're really mm-hmm. good. I mean – and you yeah. get some of the bigger names. What was it? Um, uh, Shinedown was there. Um, Shinedown was a very cool show. To go see that. And that was a great hey, show. Hey, Larkin and Poe will be there at the end of mm-hmm. January, just saying. I think 2013. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Larkin and Poe, man. We saw them in Greeley, Colorado. Mm-hmm. That, 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 yep. You know, the the descendants of Edgar Allan Poe, like like way down the line, mm-hmm. but like badass mm-hmm. women on guitars. 
<laughs> that's just saying cool. they really rock it out. You know, yeah. it's like I love to see that, and I think that's what's so cool about it too. You know, when you think of North Carolina, you think bluegrass, you think all these, you know, Appalachian music, and then there's really some amazing rock going on, and then there's folk music. We're going to close the show with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Love Bubble, um, that is a, a band out in uh, Asheville, and. I think that's what's so cool about Asheville is the diversity. Uh, mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say that, it, Christy, with you putting the book together, is that something that, how did you kind of, when you were putting it together, did you kind of feel like like everybody had to be included, like Native American, African Americans, you got, you know, the settlers, you got the writers, you got the musicians, like mm. it's it's a mix of so people. Right, yeah, it's it's so extensive and it's hard to, be able to, you know, put this into, you know, a guidebook that's under, you know, 200 pages, <laughs> you know, how do you, <laughs> how do you decide, you know, and I, I do include um, the Great Eagle Music Hall in my, mm. in my book. And, mm. um, you know, we, we saw a show, uh, my, my daughters are, you know, 22 now and 19. And one of their favorite bands is uh, Somersault. And the vibe and the music is is very much kind of like a, a new version of like the Beach Boys kind of um, folk type music. And they were playing at Grey Eagle. And we actually, it was on a Sunday night and we drove from Charlotte to, um, to Asheville for the show and then drove back that night because we had to get my other one back to college in Charleston. <laughs> so, but it was cool. so worth it because... It's, you know, like the Orange Peel, such an intimate venue, and um, mm-hmm. they hosted Avett Brothers, Dap Kings, you know, there are just wow. so many uh, local bands, and then artists, and just, um, you know, it's just really impressive, the amount, of, you know, like you said, such a diversity of styles of music that you can find in Asheville. Mm-hmm. One thing I wanted to touch on too is the arts. You know, if we're talking music, let's. T- I mean, obviously Thomas Wolfe, O. Henry, big arts uh, in literary arts. Thomas Wolfe, uh, there's a historic site that you could go to, and, and I would say go on the Gray Line tour. Wouldn't you say, Stephen Karen, go on the Gray Line first? Like, mm. get on there. Yeah. That's yeah. a great overview. Great overview great of overview. the history. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be the first thing to go on. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, it just gives you an idea of your land, of where you are in the city. Mm-hmm. Then go to places like the Thomas Wolfe Historic Site and then the River uh, Arts District. I want to talk about that, too. But the Riverside Cemetery behind your house was our yeah. – you guys were <laughs> the introduction to Asheville. And we're like, cool, two cool innkeepers, their dogs, cats, and uh, an incredibly amazing B&B beer, uh, awesome breakfast. And then we went for a walk in the cemetery. I mean – that is the coolest way to get to know Asheville for the first night. And then we had to leave the next day, but obviously we keep circling back. Asheville is like, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's four little dogs that we keep coming back to. <laughs> Your two and another two, you know. But um, Asheville's special. You do keep circling around. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The, the Montfort, histor- is it three? How many historic houses in Montfort? It's over 600. Like, I wanted to say six hundred, but I didn't want to be like wrong. Like that's insane. Like when we go on that I tour, know. you see it. But the the arts thing, if you go through the district, then there's a river arts district, but then there's like the folk arts museum and things too. So 
there's a literary arts, there's the arts, there's downtown, go to galleries. But the folks mm-hmm. art, um, that is something we haven't done. Christy, you've done that. It's covered in your book. Can you give us a little insight on that? Because I think that's something that for people that want to kind of understand Appalachian life, that would be a place to go. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You were mentioning the river arts district too, but, um, but yeah, the folk art center, um, it's a long, like the, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, and you'll want to stop off at milepost 382. Um, it is so impressive. It's uh, headquarters for the Southern Highland craft guild and what the craft guild, it was formed, uh, gosh, back in 1930. And it was designed to serve as a network for Appalachian craft people and, and kind of give them an outlet for them to market their work. So here you'll see, you know, there's more than, I think, 900 juried artists here. Wow. And you, you will definitely find some of the finest um, traditional contemporary craft in the Southern Appalachians. Um, and it's also home, um, the Allen Stand Craft Shop is the, the oldest craft store. And it's actually one of the first of its kind in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And in July uh, next year, July 2020, 20th, I think, to the 23rd, and also again in October, they have the 76th Craft Fair of the Southern Highlands. And mm-hmm. that takes place in Harrah's, but that's another mm-hmm. opportunity. If you're, if you're big on festivals and events and things like that, that's a good place and a good time to, to check that out. Yeah, festivals, that's another mm-hmm. thing. I mean, we haven't even put that on the list. Like, Steve, Karen, mm-hmm. how many people come to town for festivals? Is that a big deal? Oh, quite a, more and more, I think, now that everything started coming back. We definitely mm-hmm. get a lot of people here for the arts and crafts things. We're getting more for music. Definitely. Um, I know, like, the beer festivals haven't come back. I'm sure once that does, we'll see a lot more of that, too. Oh, and yeah. the Biltmore. The Biltmore event. And, of course, oh, Kim- Biltmore, yes. Oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. did we leave the Biltmore out? How we- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Biltmore is a huge deal. That's A lot of people, they're like, they. I mean, when we've, we've stayed at the inn and, and, and played innkeepers at times, um, everybody everybody that goes there, it's like that is a, you, you don't go to Asheville without doing the Biltmore. Like, you nope. don't. It's changing changing a little bit where where we definitely have some people that have other preferences and they're doing more of the outdoors or more of the foodie Mm -hmm. stuff or the brewery stuff. Biltmore's not at the top of the list as much as it used to be. Ooh. Ooh. What I saw was most people want to do the gardens. That was a bigger Mm -hmm. deal. The gardens, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Like the Arboretum is huge, too. The Arboretum. I, I have to bring that up in the botanical gardens. Um, the Arboretum, I want to go back in a different season. We always seem to mm-hmm. hit it in the fall. And they have that mm-hmm. beautiful quilt garden and then all the public art. And then they have the, I want to go for the azaleas because if that is the national, I know I say this on every show. I know mm-hmm. I'm annoying. <laughs> they have the national depository of is it repository or depository? Uh, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start that again. All righty. One azalea species per se. Let me just say it correctly. 
uh, you know, in this garden, which is amazing. And we were there at the wrong time each time. But I want to go back. But we did see swimming azaleas. But I want to go back. I want to be there at the time to see the azaleas bloom. And then I want to go in the mm-hmm. creek areas where the salamander. And I want to come in spring. We haven't done spring really. Oh, Nancy, yeah, we have to go definitely. back to Asheville. Yeah, it's shocking. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the Arboretum is cool and it's free. However, you pay for parking, and that that is, you might as well buy a ticket to go in at that point. But <laughs> if you have an annual pass or whatever, it's, it's, it is, I don't know, to me, one of the favorite places in Asheville because it's not like the strict, and the botanical garden that way, we, we were there and was, raining and, and, you know, wet and slidey. But there's something Mm -hmm. relaxed about both places. Let me go to a botanical garden. It's la-di-da. And both places allow you to have a natural side versus the Mm -hmm. manicured. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really important. I see a lot of botanical gardens across the country changing that way. But I think Asheville has it down in that you need to understand your natural, real environment to understand like here's what we can cultivate in our backyard too. You know what I mean? It's, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like the native, like I think uh, botanical gardens. I think they have like, I want to say it's like over 600 species native to Southern Appalachians. Wow. Um, That's amazing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Wow. Wildflowers, trees, and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. we got it. We got to come back. I feel like we have to go home. Mm-hmm. It's like our other home. Oh. It's like certain cities become that, and Asheville <laughs> definitely has. Definitely. Christy. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Go to Christy's website. It's christytolley.com, and that's K-R-I-S-T-Y-T-O-L-L-E-Y.com. See, I can sing Mickey Mouse. Christytolley.com, and she's on Instagram at Tolly, Facebook, 100 Things Asheville, and you can also keep up with her on where she is the editor at The Point Sky. Go to thepointsky.com. Did I get all that right? Christy? Yes, thank you so much for having me. I've, I've oh, enjoyed fun. this. It's so much thank, fun. Thanks for coming yeah, on, Christy. And, and most importantly, go buy her book, 100 Things uh, to yes, Do in Asheville Before You Die. And if you don't, buy her book. Well, yep. <laughs> go on the haunted bus tour and find out what happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> People does that well, too. Thank you so much, Christy. Thank <laughs> right. you. I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, all right, so now we're going to go rooftop flying. Apparently, Steve and Karen like to uh, have cocktails on the rooftops, and so I do their staff. And I like it a uh, lot. They recommended an actual tour. This is what's crazy to me. There's an actual tour. Like, how many rooftops do you have on this mountain town? Stay tuned. <laughs> Karen, how many rooftop bars have you been to in Asheville? <laughs> Come on, between Ooh. the two of you. Oh, five, yeah. six, and there's more than that. We still haven't done them all. Wow. You, you post photos of rooftop bars, and I always think it's like one down the street or something. But I had no idea until you said you've got to bring Kay Bentley on the show. She owns and runs Asheville Rooftop Bars. So everyone, AshevilleRooftopBars.com. 
very easily, uh, go to the website and check this out. And they have like these, this is awesome. Even if you don't drink, you can go and they'll even take you around for mocktails if you want. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's such a cool story behind the company too, uh, just as a small business. So welcome to the show. Kay, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. I hope you are. Oh, we are. I think it would be better if we could be on like a rooftop bar tour with you and doing the show that way like wouldn't that That'd be, be better? so much fun we can do like a I'm, zoom thing and everyone could see the sunset i mean is that the thing is to see the sunset that that would that would be wonderful we would love to have something like that on the rooftop heck oh, yeah cool well, what? we should do what? it that's an but idea got, for the future. I like that. Yeah, good, I'm a good all idea. Okay. Listen, I'll I'll have a cocktail anywhere with a good view, and the sunset is my thing. <laughs> Nancy, you know, Roof, sunset, rooftops are awesome. Kate, I mean, what led you to go ever. like doing a tour company on rooftop bars? Like I've mm. never heard of anyone doing that yet. Now I have, but I didn't even <laughs> know that there were that many rooftop bars to do. So. Please enlighten us on what what was that little spark that said, I'm going to do a tour company and take people to rooftop bars? Um, well, for me, it was um, the history that you can see from the rooftops in Asheville. Mm. We have a lot of Art Deco buildings from the 1920s. Uh, some of our buildings are from the late 1800s. And <clears throat> back in 2017, I realized that a lot of the views that we have from the rooftops today, I had been seeing some old historical photos of the city from the late 1800s, early 1900s, and I realized that it was kind of from the same street corners where I was at the rooftop bars. And I thought it would be really neat to combine a Mm. tour company that um, included some history, some handcrafted um, cocktails and mocktails, and there's a guide that leads the tour, and we do the transportation, so it's a three-hour experience. And you really get to see and feel um, what Asheville is like from the best views that we have. So um, wow. I kind of did this as a second career, uh, and it led me to, you know, this, this passionate desire I have to share our beautiful city with people. And we and do I... get locals that come on the tours as well as visitors, so it's fun because they enjoy the history, the views, and the drinks. I was going to nice. say, I would think you would get locals, too, because of the driving oh, yeah. it, but also learning the history. And people who want to go on a tour, like Steve and Karen, you were saying, like going on a tour like this kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. it was part of getting to know the lay of the land if you even want to, you know, buy to Asheville and, you know, as a innkeeper and also, you know, homeowner. So I find yeah. this really amazing that you get into this and the history part of it because I think, honestly, alcohol plays a big role of uh, history and North Carolina, too. I mean, wasn't North mm-hmm. Carolina part of, like, some of the biggest moonshining bootlegging camps in the, <laughs> in the country? Like, seriously. Well, yeah. you know, that's supposed to be a secret, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, yes, in the North Carolina mountains, definitely, um, you know, we've had, you know, moonshine stills and everything uh, from the early days. So, yes, we do. We have that history. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you've won all these awards, top 10 attractions worldwide, 2020, 21-22, on TripAdvisor's Traveler's Choice Awards for being a tour. I mean, worldwide. 
And mm-hmm. so, and then the recognition and best of Asheville 2022 awards, but at best tour, like, like there's all this, this list of stuff, like everyone just go to Asheville, but like getting it worldwide, how does that make you feel? And also how you're representing your, your city. I mean, that's pretty cool to put Asheville on that worldwide map. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, it's, with us at, and I, I just wanted to correct you. We're actually Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours dot com. Um, oh, so I wanted to get that tours in there. Um, but yeah, we're we're just very happy that we are creating an experience that people respond to, and they also in turn, you know, feel passionate about. So, um, you know, a lot of our TripAdvisor reviews and Google reviews, you can see people talk about not only the views, but it's the history. You know, Mm -hmm. so people come on our tours for different things. Sometimes it's, Mm -hmm. you know, they're really into the cocktails or I want to see the views or, you know, I want that history. And we got, you know, somebody somebody asked us the other day, it's like, okay, so what is your demographic? And it's like early 20s up to 80 plus. I mean, Mm -hmm. everybody comes Mm -hmm. on the tour for different things. Um, So, uh, you know, we're a good choice, you know, for people that are just wanting to learn more about the city and we do get people that come on the tour that are thinking about moving to Asheville. And, you know, we're all locals in our company. So, um, you know, not only are we giving the lay of the land and landmarks and explaining where you are in the city and where we were at one point, And, you know, we're also sharing our favorite things to do and things not to miss. So, uh, you know, people come away after that three-hour experience really feeling like they have something of value. And, um, you know, just like, well. Didn't know that about Asheville. That was really cool. That's cool. <laughs> but you, well, it's a you know, totally different experience looking mm-hmm, at something mm-hmm. from a rooftop than mm-hmm. as opposed to being on street level. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's it's valuable. You know, it opens your eyes a little more. Yeah. This, yep, it, I agree. Especially being mm-hmm. in the Smoky Mountains. Like, you know, there's the room at the top. Uh, uh, Stephen Cairns at the Lion and the Rose. Everybody, lion-rose.com, just saying. And, um, you know, there's the balcony you open up, and you can have your breakfast mm-hmm. out there. You can have your wine. You know, you look mm-hmm. out, and you can see, like, you know, you're in a historic neighborhood, trees, birds. You can see it's all beautiful. that. But, like, mm-hmm. then there's, like, the the scene where it's so funny. People have sent me photos for previous stuff and everything. Here's our rooftop view of L.A., blanket of smog. <laughs> It's like, and and that can make a good sunset or sunrise, but there's something special about Asheville where it's, there's either like the smoky mountains mist that's mystical and magical. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? There's like, you want to look over because it is a city, but it doesn't feel like a city. And I want to go on the rooftop bar now and see that because to me, that's going to put that perspective in where you see all the different historic buildings and churches, because, you know, I know that you guys have a lot of churches of all dominions. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, when you're up there, that's got to be so cool and see the trees in between, no matter what the season, you know. Exactly. To be able to experience yeah. it. What's it like in winter? Right now we're in winter. Do you, yeah. Are the rooftops even open in the winter? Oh, yeah. The rooftops are open. Mm-hmm. We have a tour. Uh, we have a tour that's out uh, going today. And, um so there's overhead heaters, there's fire pits. Uh, the good thing about wintertime tours is you get an early sunset. So we cool. have tours year-round, mm-hmm. and people definitely come on those. Um, 
Hmm. You know, we also know all of the best places to get the best photos. Um, so we have a lot of mm. people that come on the air that they've seen us on Instagram and it's like, oh yeah, we want these views. We want to be in these views. Um, and so, yeah, and we're surrounded by the Blue Ridge Mountains, which are some of the oldest mountains in the world. Um, so everywhere you look, you will see some mountains in addition to those iconic, cool. you know, um, treasures as far as the buildings mm. and everything that we have. So right. before you go, one cocktail that represents <laughs> Asheville. Like, and where is it from? Yeah. Like, we've got to have a, a cocktail idea. Wow. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing about Asheville. Everything is seasonally driven with food and drink. Um, so the menus are changing up four to five to six times a year. Um, nice. One of the things that I am really enjoying is a lot of pomegranate uh, drinks right now. We also oh. have a pop-up bar at one of the uh, rooftops. And everything is Christmas-themed uh, there. So, you know, it's it's fun. I, I really, truly could not pick a favorite. I mean, there's there's one place that does their own house-made ginger beer, which is non-alcoholic, and they can, oh. you know, add any type of spirit you would like to that. Oh. Um, so, you know, that's the fun thing about Asheville is that things they're are always mealing. changing we're up. We're mealing. With there's the ginger beer. Yeah. We're, we're there's mealing. a drink for all seasons. But ginger beer is special. No, no, because I, I grew up drinking ginger beer in Africa and Kenya and South Africa. And then mm-hmm. got to the States and England and Mexico and, and people looked at me like I was nuts unless you went to like specific places that it was like an imported luxury, you know, but if mm-hmm. you can get mm-hmm. ginger beer and now a lot of distilleries and breweries are making them, you know, that's mm-hmm. the, the beauty of breweries. Thank you. Um, ginger <laughs> beer is a special drink that everyone must experience. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I agree. And that's one of my favorites. Mhm. And 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 you can go to the if you wanted to have it special as a mocktail or just have it plain. Yes. It's beautiful. And, and then mm-hmm. if and you, you want to mule on if, into the mule land, you can. If you have yes. trouble baking cakes that don't rise, put some ginger beer in. Oh, okay. Oh, there you really? go. Mm-hmm. It's true. Actually. Oh, yeah. Mhm. Good to know. Ginger beer was a, is, is a staple mm-hmm. of Africa. It's like everything yeah. ginger beer is Mm, it's everything, and so mm-hmm. okay, I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back. <laughs> Please do. You we knew you were coming you back already. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we would but love like... to. We would love to show you those views. We also share um, some historical photos while we're on the rooftops. Um, mm. My previous career, I worked for the postal service. Um, mm-hmm. I delivered mail for 38 years, and one wow. of the things we're integrating into our tours is some old postcards of Asheville. And you'll see those while you're on the tour as well. So we're always updating things, adding more uh, things in. We have people that come multiple times, you know, throughout the year on our tours, and we're always adding new things. So I extend the invitation to Steve and Karen to come back. This is awesome. Thank you. This is awesome. awesome. Everyone, Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours dot com website to go to. Did I get it right? Did, did I get <laughs> you that? absolutely did. Thank you. Then I get some ginger beer, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. You can awesome. have ginger Thank- beer at each stop if you would like. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'm jumping. Okay. I'm jumping. Thank you so much, and thank you for your service as a postal worker too, because that is so. That's so. It's so hard. It's such hard work, and I appreciate that too. So thank you so much for joining us, Kay. 
Thank you so much for having me on the show. I greatly appreciate it. And Happy New Year to all of you. Yes, Happy Happy New Year to you. All right. So everyone, uh, you know, the new year, she brings up a good thing. The new year, we start to think about what did we do to our bodies the year before? What damage did we do? (laughs) Like, seriously, you don't want to hear about the damage I did to mine. Nancy, how are you feeling? Do you feel I like feel you need a little right now? Well, you always feel good. She just like floats through life. But there's things that we do, and sometimes we need some healing, some meditation, some nature, some hey, some just revitalization, some rebooting. And so we're going to talk about Asheville Wellness Tours next. So everybody, stay tuned. We've got a special guest joining mm. us. How are you guys feeling, Steve and Karen? Do you need some wellness? Some goat yoga? Uh. Could always use some uh, wellness. So you're you're going to be talking to one of my favorite tours. I love that yoga sunset tour. So I'm sure mm. Nicole will tell you all about that. Hey, listen, mm. I want to hear about goat yoga. I love Nancy, Nancy went on their website and she's all like, goat yoga. I want goat yoga. Like, come on, <laughs> cocktails, mocktails, and now our bodies the next day say, hello, we need it. Mm-hmm. Listen, this show is airing, what, January 3rd? You know mm-hmm. you need some wellness. You know you need it. You <laughs> You know you need it. Go to AshevilleWellnessTours.com. We're so excited to invite Nicole Will on our show from, oh, she's the owner of Asheville Wellness Tours. Welcome, Nicole. Uh, how are you doing here on the show today? Hi, I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm feeling rested and ready for 2023. Oh, you're the only one. I'm kidding. (laughs) Obviously, we need to all come on your tour. Uh, You know, this is so cool because you are in Nature Haven. We're talking about the city and all the arts and everything and all the food and all the brews and all the cocktails. And now are you going to tell us we need to, like, get that out of our system a little bit? Well, we call that a, a detox to retox, and I think it's totally fine to have a balance of all those wonderful things as well. Okay, okay, so I like it. I I know we need to do that. I know that, and um, I'm going to say that the business world is stressed out as all hell. I don't care if it's a small business or a big corporate thingy. Like, we need to also kind of balance ourselves, right? Especially making decisions. People in business right now are like, should I stay at home, do my own business, do two businesses, do three? What should we do? And so there's a stress level. And I think our our bodies over the last few years have gone through hell, our body, mind, spirit. And absolutely, we need some calm. So what would you say is the first thing for someone that calls you up and says, I am totally stressed out. I've got all this stuff going on and I can't help it. Like, I'm freaked out. What would you, like, dude, I can't. I can't anymore. Like, I need to just, like, calm the hell down. What would you say? See? Like, I need it, apparently. Yeah, I would just say, you know, first take a deep breath, of course. (laughs) 
And I love what you said, body, mind, and spirit, because this idea of mm-hmm. well-being is multidimensional, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. means that there is no one quote-unquote right way, right? Like there are tons of fun, unique, light-hearted paths you can take. So Nancy can have her cocktail example. in between yoga. Like that's yes, okay? Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. See? <laughs> Okay, go on. Sorry, Nicole. I can balance it on my I'm head. I'm just making sure my mom is <laughs> okay. Your head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I heard you were just speaking with Kay of Rooftop Bar Tours, and I adore uh, that business and her. Mm-hmm. And you know, my perfect day would be um, balancing the views from the mountain tops on a yoga mm-hmm. hike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With mm-hmm. those end of days, the views from the rooftops. So mountain tops to rooftops, or mm-hmm. if you need a little giggle. Uh, uh, you know, go cuddle some cuddle some little baby goats. <laughs> Get wow. yoga Seriously, there is a thing about the goats. Yeah, I tell love us about goats. goat yoga because, you know, we see it on TikTok and, and Instagram and, and people with their goats. But goats, I mean, how can you not look at a goat face and like just everything melts in your body and like look at you, and then I and know, then they, their little lips come out at you. And then they start prancing around and budding and carrying on. Like they're like little puppies, but with little horns and crazy oh, eyes, you know. And they can they jump on Yeah, they now Steve, we're being all like chill. There's no demons allowed. No, demons no, are not allowed. It's cute. It's seriously. I tell you, they're, it's, it's, I have, a, it's I a wonderful have, tool. Go ahead. No, I was just to say I've had experience with goats because Lisa couldn't have cow's milk when she mm. was young, so the doctor mm. said get goats. So I did, and then I learned like I was milking the goats from the side like you would a cow, and then when we went lived in Africa, they went no 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 you did it wrong you milked them from that the goat back. Milker. I know, so I was like oh, I was like yeah, but then how do you do? Yeah, no, it was weird. But the so goat milking is a it's it's thing. Okay, but if now see the goats. Okay, so you had to go from the back. So I want to go back to Nicole on this. Did does goat yoga make you look at things from different positions? Then, like what Nancy's talking about with milking. I'm just this is a good segue, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, milking from the back, from the side to you know, now you're yogaing with goats like. How does that work? I mean, do they make That's you just so relax? Because cool. what I've heard, yoga, people can get tense about even going to yoga. So yeah. do, do the goats help that? Absolutely. I mean, I think that the goats are another invitation and opportunity to just be fully in the moment, which is mm-hmm. nice, and to introduce mm-hmm. playfulness. You know, we've taken so many things so seriously for so long. <laughs> Yeah, And this hour is an opportunity to put that aside. And it is very difficult to be distracted and out of the moment when you are studying the face of one of those precious little goats. Like you said, or they're prancing <laughs> so around and playing. And you might move into and out of the movement part of the practice, and that's totally fine. It's just about being present. Be and the goat. Be, be, one with the goat. be with the goat, be, be one, one with, with the, the goat. goat, be around the goat, be with yourself. We, you know, we recently had a guest who shared, she said, hey, you know, my, my friend lost her husband a month ago, and we haven't seen her smile until today. And it was the goat oh. that did that. Oh, that's right? so like sweet. You, it's 
it's lighthearted and fun, and it can also be deeply meaningful, and I really appreciate that balance. Hey, mm-hmm. listen, everybody, mm-hmm. it is Capricorn season, I'm just saying. That's right. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying we're all being goaty. But, but you know what? I think what's cool about your tours, um, we have friends um, out in, in England, Glenn Burroughs, he, he runs Norfolk Tours. He's on the show all the time, and he talks about his tour company being this is – something crafted according to you. If you're traveling mm-hmm. all the way to England, I'm not putting you in a, you know, a typical, you know, for a few days. It's different than like the, the tours, like the, the trolley tours, bus tours, and the rooftop tours. Mm-hmm. That would be something mm-hmm. you would incorporate into your, your, your trip. But if you're going all the way somewhere, he handcrafts what people want to do. So it seems that that's kind of the same thing that you're doing too in regards to what people need for their wellness adventure, whether it's forest bathing, like, I mean, it's not like you don't have like forests in your backyard. Um, right. But it's like, you've got yoga, yeah, of course the goats, but sound <laughs> healing. And then you can do things all the way up to like groups, like specialized group things. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if someone said to you, Hey, I really need to truly detox get away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go check in at the Lion and the Rose. I'm going to go play rooftop bar for the first night and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe on the Gray Line tour too, and then come out to you and say, okay, now I need to get serious with my body, my, the whole balance, spirit, all of it. I need to balance out. And so I can get aligned to do this next project or whatever they're doing in their life. I think mm-hmm. there's something about that, like a solo journey to if because with everything that's going on in the world, if you don't like really connect with yourself, I think you can lose yourself, and then what's the point? Mm-hmm. That's like, so do you do that for the solo mm-hmm. person that just wants to go on this? Because a tra- solo and being a solo traveler is a whole thing, and it's real, yes, especially for women. And mm-hmm. and B and Bs, I think, are the best places for mm-hmm. solo women travelers. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. these kind of tours that we've been talking about on the show, like the rooftop tour, you know, for bars and whatever, that's that's cool. But to be able to actually go on something that is something that you need, you mm-hmm. need need, that's important. So is would you do you do it for individuals or is it mostly for groups? How does that work? Yeah, so we have a little bit of something for most kinds of travelers. So for a solo traveler, I would recommend that they join in with one of our regularly scheduled uh, excursions, like the forest bathing at the North Carolina Arboretum is a popular one, goat yoga, mountaintop yoga hikes. And then I would recommend that they balance it with some, um, some more private experiences that are exclusively for them, like maybe a tarot reading back at the bed and breakfast by the crackling fire. Maybe they have a massage that comes to them. We can send a yoga instructor um, where, and they can practice out on the lawn. So really balancing Mm -hmm. that time with maybe other like-minded adventurers, but also just really soaking up the opportunity to be with themselves. Mm. Um, I think that's what I would do for solo, but you know, we really also specialize in, private groups. We work a lot with groups of women gathering together to celebrate something, whether that's a bachelorette party or retirement or anything in between. And and Mm -hmm. once we're working with a group, we really have the opportunity to customize 
uh, sort of like a mini wellness retreat, if you will, uh, nice. without having to commit a week. You know, you don't need to, you don't have to go for a week to Costa Rica, although that would be nice. You uh, can get a little uh-huh. taste of that, a little sample of that feeling in Asheville. Well, you know, they uh, used to call it like you're going to the fat girl farm. You know, I'm serious. Um, sorry. I know, but that's the truth. You're going to that. And it used to be like you just need to recenter and get clean, clean up your act. And if you're going with your friends, it's much more fun that you – is there something about that, about being mm-hmm. in a group situation that holds you accountable to what you all say, okay, we're going to maybe walk every day or we're going to watch this on our food or meditate every day? Because even meditating every day is a like a whole other deal. Like that's a commitment, right? And okay, so yeah. to continue those commitments that you make, is that beneficial when you all go on these group things together as women, whether it's four to seven to eight, whatever group number it is, that those things you learn and experience can transform into the rest of your life if you're in Absolutely. a group? Absolutely. Well, and when you're with a group, you may be just a little bit more willing to push your comfort zone ever so much more slightly than you would um, otherwise. And, Mm-hmm. And that's really beautiful. Everything on our, our quote-unquote menu is, is lighthearted in addition to being meaningful. So there's, it's easier to push that comfort zone a little bit. So maybe we'll take a yoga hike, for example. Maybe someone in the group has never gone on a hike, and maybe someone has never practiced yoga, and they're going because they're in the safety and comfort of their group. And they get to the mountaintop and they discover they love it and they're, they're deeply moved by whatever portion of the experience has, they've connected with. And then they might take that back with them wherever they've gone, whether they're in Asheville and they're local or they're, from, um, they're visiting from out of town. They might say, you know, I really enjoyed that yoga practice. I'm going to look up a studio here. And so that's really our hope is that we can introduce some unique and eclectic approaches to this idea of well-being in a really fun way. I think the bachelorette parties are a good idea, or even the bachelor parties, because (laughs) holy cow, like that's like, oh my God, you know, suddenly you get that, like, I'd said this, I'd do that, like what? What did I agree to do? You know, and so you get the jitters, and, you know, maybe you should bail, but you don't know until you really censor on it, you know. I'm not saying you should. I know, no, but maybe you should go or stay. You know, should I have to play the clash next? Should I stay or should I go? But you know, it's, it's, it's getting that clarity and calming thing of making. I just, I just believe we get to this point in life, especially of the last few years, that it's we are all in major decision-making mode. You yeah. know, majority of the world mm-hmm. right now. True. You know, I can't talk mm-hmm. for everybody, but whether you're going through. Whatever you're going through, you know, there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of passings. There's been a lot of all kinds of just challenges. And Mm -hmm. if you can recenter and go into a forest and understand, like, you know, I know you do forest bathing. Now we could just Mm -hmm. go for a walk in the woods and say, okay, I'm going to sit under a tree and forest bathe. I have Mm -hmm. no idea how to forest bathe. but What is forest bathing? Yeah, exactly. How, do you guide people on that? Do you say, okay, now here's the forest, now you bathe? Like when you bathe. Yeah, yes, yes. It is, it is a guided experience, and it is essentially a mindful walk oh. in nature. 
So often the value of the guide is that this person is going to hold the container and offer invitations along the way that really help people settle into the environment rather than we got to get to wherever it is, the waterfall, the mountaintop, Mm -hmm. the end of the trail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you, can you pause along the way and just sit by the stream and having a guide hold that space for you and say, this is what you're quote unquote, you're supposed to do, right? Like this is your invitation to just Perfect. be, um, is really helpful. And I'll say forest bathing has been more and more popular with corporate groups, um, mm. surprisingly, just as, as an element to either their, regular sort of team building and uh, company well-being in their culture or as a break in the midst of a busy conference. Uh, and, and you'll find that everybody is just rejuvenated and refocused after in a way that you might not accomplish if you're just go, go, go all the time. Yeah, I love that, that you bring that raw, up. Raw, raw, raw. The yeah, raw, the big raw, salesman raw, raw, raw thing. Culture, the raw, raw, raw. And it's like, oh, I'm so no, tired of raw, raw, raw. No, we're doing, we're doing a lot of focus right now on what they call yeah, pleasure no. or leisure, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, pleasure, <laughs> leisure. Raw, raw, raw. Like we used to, both Lisa and I used to work for this company that had these meetings all the time. It was always raw, raw, raw. They and, sucked. And, oh, they <laughs> so sucked. And it was like, oh, my <clears> God, could you just shut? For a little bit and go outside. <laughs> we were doing our it. job. We were happy until they yeah, started. Yeah, we were their... doing good. We did. We both mm-hmm. did good in the company, but their raw, raw, raw was so out to lunch. It was like, can you just go outside and feel the sun so you realize but, but that you're it, but still there a was, person? Nancy's talking about the raw, 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 but then their yeah. group activities were insane, oh where they actually pitted people oh. against each other. Yeah, it was and terrible. it was supposed to be teamwork. And now, yeah. nowadays, we're finding out. You know, yeah, this whole pleasure, really leisure, whatever you call it. I hate the word business pleasure thing. Okay. Pleasure, yes, if you're going to do business somewhere, you should somehow get some leisure points in and not sit in your hotel mm-hmm. room and eat the pizza. That's like boring. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to go out mm-hmm. and take, at least take a tour, right? But mm-hmm. like what you're talking about, going out and taking forest bathing in between sessions, your mm-hmm. brain has to recalibrate. Our brains, listen. They may be big, Absolutely. but it can only do like a little bit at a little time. Like, be nice. <laughs> be nice to your brain. Be you know, nice. so it's I funny. love what you're saying about that. Go out into nature. <laughs> and it's still a group activity where it they're is. showing. I mean, I've, I can't believe how many interviews we've done over the last two months on this. Everyone watch mm-hmm. for it magazine. Next one coming out in the new year on the importance of Breaking out and not only staying in brand hotels. Sorry, brand hotels have their function, but go to a B&B if you're traveling. I've met mm-hmm. a lot of business people staying at the Lion and the Rose, whether they were mm-hmm. in education or medicine, uh, uh, different people staying, yep. especially solo travelers mm-hmm. coming in midweek, and they want their room. They want to stay somewhere unique. They want Internet. They have the Internet. They have a unique stay. Someone's making your breakfast. It doesn't have to be one of those chain belt waffle makers things, you know. Um, and then in the you could go to your conference Uh-oh. and your wife and or your husband can come, you know, whatever, come and join you. There, there is a whole new world, and I think that's exactly what you're offering, Nicole, with with Asheville Wellness Tours. It's this whole other world of how we travel and do things, and it's more meaningful and. 
um, it's observant and reminds us to focus in on the natural world and how we're connected mm-hmm. with the natural world. And if we lose that, we've lost ourselves. So I think it's very important. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I love what you were saying, too, of it, it can't just be this rushed, uh, the rah, 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 mm-hmm. or, part, you know, uh, a yeah. side note, right? Like you can even um, break up your sessions and just have five minutes of movement practice or meditation between mm-hmm. learning sessions. Mm-hmm. You can have absolutely. an essential oil bar, you know, have your, your giveaway for mm-hmm. your attendees be a custom blend that supports relaxation or focus. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I love it. So they can carry those allies the switches from dollar and cents, pushing, mm-hmm. pushing, pushing. The corporate world is always pushing money, 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 money. And exactly. too bad oh, well, for you if you can't keep up. That It is. That, well, you're definitely going to recharge your devices, so why not recharge your people, too? Exactly. It's about value. They need to change, they well have to change their mindset from money, mm-hmm. money, money to, hey, wait a minute. How many, you know, are we going to lose fire and change employees all the time? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to build something that is, is mm-hmm. I want to say soundproof in a way. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, is it mm-hmm. something that's sustainable? That's the word. Is it's it sustainable? Or is it just, mm-hmm. yeah, it has to be sustainable. And that means it has to be pure. And that means it has to be good for everybody, not just the dudes at the top. Sorry, but I can have a cocktail top. in the meantime, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Goat, I want the goat yoga and the cocktail and the forest bathing. And yeah. I want the tarot readings. Who doesn't want a yes. tarot reading and understanding oh. tarot? Come on. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So com is the website. Nicole Thank you for joining us. It has been such a pleasure. Hopefully, we'll see you when we get to Asheville again. That'd be I would thank Nicole. Happy early New Year. Thank you. Yes. Hey. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year. Thanks, Nicole. Bye. All right. From goats in yoga, forest bathing, rooftop cocktails, um, <laughs> you know, we, we've done a little bit of everything. Are we on the 23? <laughs> I haven't. Wait. I have not played Ding oh, for a while. <laughs> my ding is delayed. I have a Third floor. ding. I don't like having a delayed <laughs> ding. Dingling. It's my dingling. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to let zoom. We're going to we're going to go let zooming. Are you ready to let zoom? Sporting yeah. zooming. <laughs> we're I got my ding back. Everybody, we're lazooming. We're going on a lazoom tour. She's got her Lazoomtours.com. We're so excited to have Kyle Samples here. I just, you know, this is fun. I've seen lazoom bus tours go around the Lion and the Rose bed and breakfast Mm -hmm. and always want to get on because they are the loudest and most funny. Like, you can hear them from the porch and you can hear that everybody is having a good time. And they especially stop when yep. they have the Bates Motel running out uh, when it's Halloween season. <laughs> um, but Kyle, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello. Yeah. Hey, great. I am great. How are you all doing? We're I good. think we're doing How good. Are you doing, we Kyle? played with goats. We played with tarot cards. We've had <laughs> rooftop cocktails. Um, we've done all kinds of, you know, musical destinations. Like, And apparently now Asheville also has comedy and fun. 
Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> that was, so, like, these are, and apparently you have, just going to the music thing and the brewery thing, that you have band and mm-hmm. beer tours. Is this a true thing? Oh, cool. That we can get on a bus and drink a beer and listen to music <laughs> going around Nashville. Is That's true. Yeah, thing? it's it's <gasps> called the it's called the Fender Bender, which is a triple no. entendre. <laughs> Fender guitar, Bender, Fender Bender, all the above, yeah. all the above. Mm-hmm. And we put a four piece <laughs> rock band on a bus and drive you around to three different breweries and let you have oh, a drink. Cool. What? It's um, I call it yeah. Nashville's most unsophisticated brewery experience. Okay, but are we allowed <laughs> to cool. bring the beer back on the bus, or do, is that enough? Oh yeah, no, we encourage you. You do no. that. You can drink on the bus for sure. Dude, where Dude, have you been all my life? We, we have, uh, a really great thing is that what differentiates us from a party bus or or any sort of uh, dueling piano kind of atmosphere is that we uh, we have a music a booking agent um, Andrew Fletcher here in Asheville, North Carolina, who um, hmm. rotates between about fifteen different local bands. Um, that normally are playing their own originals, um, you know, at, at various cool. regional places. Um, everybody from Andrew Scotchy to uh, Lyric. Um, we've had some guests from Snarky Puppy on the bus as well. So we have a, a large rotating cast of bands that come in and and do one or two a month. Uh, cool. For our for our patrons. That's Dude, cool. This is so much fun, and apparently you allow hmm. dogs on the bus. We do, yeah. We 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 allow uh, we allow dogs on any of our tours. Um, so you they, can go from just snarky to the poopy. Sorry. Yeah, we can do it all. <laughs> because Asheville, I think, is one of the most dog friendly cities in the country. From mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it we've is. Had, in fact, we, we travel the we country full time. But you guys kind of rock it, like you know. Yeah. And now. At- Asheville's very dog-friendly. In fact, we didn't uh, intend to allow dogs on the bus, but we didn't really have a choice because people kept showing up with their dogs. So we were like, all right, we better write some dog jokes in on the tour so they'll have a laugh. Well, the dogs there have personalities. Like in Karen and Steve have Eddie Murphy and I mean, Bob, Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah, we love we love having dogs on the bus. They Great. do. They have they have dogs on the bus. They, I mean, mm-hmm. but their dogs go everywhere. I don't know how you, Steve and Karen, Ozzy and yeah. or, uh, Steve and Karen take yep. their dogs everywhere hiking. These little dogs. We went They're in the Pisgah Forest. What we went was it Stewart's Knob that we went walking on? Like we had done um, Black Balsam. Wherever the flowers, the the flowers and the yeah, Black Balsam. Oh, okay. Black Balsam. But there was, I don't know, there's all these, I don't know, the Blue Ridge Parkway is like this knob, that knob, and everyone has a knob. So you have to pull up for knob. knob is what we were looking at. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, your dog managed to go on these hikes. I mean, sorry. Sorry, I know that, I know Kyle understands where we're going, right? He gets it. <laughs> Um, of course they but, do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but this whole thing, I mean, you guys have this magical area of nature, and your dogs go everywhere. Tiny little dogs. You took him out to go see the hive the other day. That's funny. You, you, I mean, two little dogs, Eddie 
I mean, they're Ozzy and Oreo, but we call them Eddie and Bob. <laughs> they they went everywhere with you. Like, I they I'm do. They're lucky. They are. I mean, I I yep. do not know many dogs that will do what your dogs do. Um, is that an Asheville thing that they you know, or is it yeah, a partly? Yeah, partly. I mm. think it's part of it's the in dog thing because they're so used to being social and just being involved mm-hmm. in everything too. Right. Yeah. But they, but I mean, you guys carry them half the way too when they need it. You know, it's it's cool though well, to the see them one. out. The and then, <laughs> listen, leave, leave Bob alone. Leave, leave my little double stuff away alone. <laughs> I know. He, listen, he will be, he's food motivated. So I want to know, Kyle, on the bus, do you uh, have anything for dog owners to bring water or do they need to bring it, you know, because now we're talking about all that stuff. Should they bring their own water if doggies need it and bring poop bags and everything because you never know. Well, I hope a dog doesn't poop on the tour. That wouldn't be a good look. <laughs> it's, it is a closed bus, so. Um, but yeah, it's we have toiletries for the dog, uh, and, and water for the dogs. We have our own bar downtown for for our guests before they get on the bus. So we've got all the dog huh? accoutrements there. You have mm. your own bar? Wait, we do. It's called the Lazoom Room on Biltmore Avenue. Cool. Oh, on the, yeah. near the Orange Peel. Yeah, right, oh. right across from the Orange Peel. Mm-hmm. Don't you guys do comedy oh. there too? We did pre-pandemic, but we haven't been able to yeah. bring that back yet. Yeah, it's a small space. It's tough to get it all. all yeah, in and out of yeah. There. So down the road, do you think stand-up, like stand-up comics, like come back, like? Oh. Yeah, we 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 certainly hope so. Um, oh. We we do feel like we're one of the pillars in the community for comedy and mm. entertainment. Oh my gosh, um, definitely cool. I hope because that's the one thing during the pandemic, like stand stand up comedy got really affected, like music, right? But stand up yeah. comics, like mm-hmm. it, it, there's nothing. I mean, there's Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff, but like being in person, it's like that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a big deal. So, what's it like going on your comedy tour? Because you've got the comedy bus tour, so you have local comedians on the bus. What's that like? Well, yeah, it it's a it's a very interesting experience. Um and and one of the reasons why I decided to join Lazoom about 6 years ago, uh it's there's it's not a comedian on a bus. It is a we have a 67-page script and we hire actors, comedic actors. So it is we are Ash, we're Western North Carolina, maybe even North Carolina or the this region. We're the only theater on wheels that I know of. Mm-hmm. So cool, we really wow. treat our company like it's a theater company and not a tourism company, even though we we oh, put nice. you know a foot in both in both doors. But um, yeah, it's a theater, it's a show, um, actors, costumes, scripts, sound cues, wow. everything. Huh. Yeah, it is, a, it is a very very in, in, uh, immersive experience. Well, we, Nancy and I have not <laughs> been on one. Fun. Is Steve and Karen? You guys have been on them. Yeah, yes. a couple times. It's fun. Yeah, it's a fun time. You you would enjoy it. I know. I think especially the beer the beer and band one would be your thing. We, we will eventually do that. It's just with our schedule, it's been hard to get on that one. Yeah, yeah that one's usually only on the weekends, and I'm guessing you guys oh, are probably working every weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty happens. much. <laughs> but now, what, tell us about the haunted comedy one, because I know is that only in in the Halloween season or is that year round? 
No, we do a haunted uh, haunted tour year round. Um, it's called the <gasps> Ghosted cool. Tour. Cool. It is cool. an hour long um, bus tour where we highlight some of the uh, more nefarious acts that have happened in Asheville. And unlike other ghost tours, when we talk about, say, the death of Zelda Fitzgerald, she might mm. hop on the bus and oh. give a little performance. She was a dancer. Oh, oh no cool. Way. So, you know, you might have <laughs> to do a, cool. a fire dance. Oh, my God. That is, oh, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy, creepy. Crazy, creepy, cool, though. Like, you know, especially in the Montford Historic District, that's where yeah. she was, you know, she, she, you know, if you drive around there, apparently you can smell burning hair. In some mm-hmm. areas, I'm just saying. Your bus, um, but you, you might be right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, it could be. You know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I no. Zelda, she's... Zelda was in. Uh, she was um, a patient of Highland Hospital, which um, mm. tragically burned down in a fire, and eight patients died, including her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, you know. Mm, but they went up a, up a fire escape that was wooden. Mm-hmm. Wooden steps. I know that's smart. like. You know, and that's where, you know, when we look at innovation and new things in life, we we must look to the new things that may improve our old ways of doing things sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, she may look at metal steps now going, yes, boys and girls, no, I you think want to embrace those. a simple those. pole that you slide down. Just put poles outside well, of she, people's she, rooms. She, you know what, Zelda, it was amazing. And, I mean, F. Scott Fitzgerald is amazing, too. And the two of them, their story, I think, is such a huge part of Asheville, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Kyle, like, both of them, not just her dying there, but the two of them came back and forth to Asheville all the time. And the literary history with Thomas Wolfe and O. Henry mm-hmm. and everybody, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's insane the history that you have and how crazy all of them were a little bit you know they're artists like and they're like, creative pretty cre- creatively vibrant is that mm-hmm. colorful characters <laughs> is that the way to say it how yeah would you yeah say? you know Asheville's always been an um an artist destination whether it's been writers or mm-hmm. uh you know visual artists or or in, in our our case performers it's it's an area that draws a lot of creativity Mm. Yeah, you get to think outside the box because it's calm there. Mm. You know, exactly. you can yeah. you can center mm-hmm. yourself and then go wild and crazy. Because so. <laughs> you can no, when I say that, I mean from an artist standpoint yeah. that you can think outside the box without being criticized. Mm. Which is True. a huge thing because you can't mm-hmm. do that everywhere. You're right. In You're fact, right. um in fact, uh Bella Bartok, a Hungarian composer, Mm-hmm. Uh, who was um, displaced because mm-hmm. of uh, Nazi Germany? He mm-hmm. ended up in Asheville, I believe, at the Albemarle Inn. Wow! Um, mm. Wrote wrote one of his compositions of, based on one of the songbirds he heard outside the window. Wow. No way! Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, and then the gift of the Magi. I said it, Nancy. The you Magi did. <laughs> uh, was written by O. Henry. In you know he he he's laid to rest behind the inn. Behind the line, mm-hmm. the rose in the Riverside Cemetery, everybody. Um, but we we just did a thing on that. It's amazing, like all this history mm-hmm. that just kind of groups together. What is your kids' comedy tour like? Is that a local thing? Is that like a family thing? How does that work? 
Yeah, uh, we do a kids' comedy tour nine months out of the year from April through December. I think our last two shows are next cool. weekend. Um, it is an all-ages um, guided city comedy tour of Asheville told by uh, one of our one of our performers. Uh, right now we're, we've got a, a guy named um, – his, his character name is Dorcas the Mediocre. He's an aspiring magician. <laughs> Um, cool. Fun fact, though, the the guy that plays him is from Cirque du Soleil, so you really get a top notch show. Cool. He oh, is not, cool. he's not a dork, he's wow. mediocre, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot cool. of fun. It's, uh, I it, when when parents ask if it's going to be okay for them, I tell them it's it's a it's like a Disney movie or a Pixar movie. There mm. are jokes for adults <laughs> there too. Oh, I love that. I love that. So cool. for you, like Very if you were cool. going to go on a bus tour. Mm-hmm. As a as a guest on the tour, which one would you go on? Well, I always tell every people that have only been to you know first time to Asheville. I always tell them take our city comedy tour, which we call Hey Asheville. Um, it's the ninety minute during the day sightseeing. You get to see a lot of great neighborhoods: Montford, South Slope, River Arts District, and you get Lazum's you know branded comedy on top of it. And a stop at a brewery halfway through. So you can check that off your list if you need to see a brewery while you're in Asheville. Ah, do you have a favorite brewery? We stop at a brewery. In fact, we can't find a place not to stop at that isn't a brewery in Asheville. They (laughs) all seem to be turning into breweries. Ah, I love it. Well, well, Well said, Kyle. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. LaZoomTours.com, and that's L-A-ZoomTours.com, not to be confused with Zoom meetings. This is not your Zoom meeting. No, or the LA Zoo either. We're not the LA Zoo. (laughs) No, exactly, right? Just go to LaZoomTours.com. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. No, thanks, Kyle. I want to go. I'm I'm all Yeah. I'm all I in like for that. comedy tours, and you yeah, you like you you would the you would like the original tour. one, but the band yeah. and the beer are the one. That's the one where we need to target going together. Okay, right. cool. I, well, let's do it. We'll We're make done. it happen. That's We've it. Made... So listen. Yeah, when we went. We... Somebody brought a nice chest full of booze, so it was a lot of fun that way. Well, <laughs> 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 see, I think that's what's cool about Asheville is that it kind of has it's... that. Um, Laid back. I don't want so. to say Wild West. That that it's it's just laid back. It's like just mm-hmm. do just be. It's just, you know, and I think we're like losing places what they like want that within yeah. reason. Yeah. Nothing yep. mean. Just get on right. with it and have a good time. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So yep. I know our next that. segment, next uh, segment in the first Tuesday in February is going to be a taste of Asheville. And um, there's a lot of people we wanted to talk to, but all the food people are tired for a good reason. <laughs> and um, we're going to bring them back on the show. We're going to talk about cottage cooking, right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a big deal. We're going to talk about that them. Is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll be yep. on the show. We we're going to hopefully get them. And yeah, we, battery... we will make sure we do. That's a cooking classes. So give everyone an overview. So so just in case, you know, we want them well, to be promoted. This... Yep, this is a great couple that we met that offer like 20 different types of cooking classes. So anything you might want to wow. take, they, they can offer to you. You can do private. Cool. You can do a small group of like six people. Um, we did the cooking with beer class with them, and 
of how appropriate that was for us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we met some locals. We met some tourists. It was just a fun Mm -hmm. few hours of of making a three-course meal and then enjoying it with new friends. Oh, BYO, too, by the way. Hmm. What's that? BYO. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, I get it. (laughs) Bring your own. But it was Vicky. it's a good a good different mm-hmm. way of exploring cool. something in Asheville with the foodie scene. It just kind of fits as something, especially if you're somebody who comes here and comes back and is looking for something maybe a little different to do. You can take a mm. southern cooking class, the cooking with beer. So many options, and they're they were they were just great, and look forward to having them on. Cool. Well, I want I want to also touch on the Battery Park Book Exchange and Champagne Bar. So we get books mm. and champagne in the same place? Yes, and live music at times, too. Ooh. What? Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now, seriously. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to have to do that. They have to come and on. And the actual pinball I don't want to say we have to do them. That sounds bad. I want to go mm-hmm. say pinball. I want to yes, play the pinball. Pin, the yes. pinball museum is a good time. And, of course, what do you expect? It's Beer City, and on the uh, there's cup holders on every pinball machine to have no your beer. No way. Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. oh. <laughs> so, you cool. guys have done this. You guys have done yes. the pinball machine. We need that. to go. It's, yes, mm-hmm. yep, you, you will enjoy it. Pay one price. Play, you can pay pay one price and play as much as you want. You get a little wristband, so you could play a little bit, go explore, get a bite to eat, come back, play some more. Cool. Oh, oh, we need to. We must do it. Yeah. We must do it. This is a must. <laughs> mm-hmm. The pinball Absolutely. wizard has to happen. I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Steve on. and I no. were battling it out for the high score. I think the last time we we our preference oh, on the Iron uh, Maiden machine. Yeah, the Iron who Maiden won? one. It no. played music. Your choice. <laughs> so who oh, won? Your choice of music. Oh who my won? God. So <laughs> which one is yeah, who won? won? Oh, she did. Oh, you're so polite. (laughs) I could have said, oh, I let her win. (laughs) Oh, you should listen to that. How many many years now have you been married? Oh, is it just over 21? 21. Oh, my God. And here I'm drinking age. Oh, my gosh. You've just reached adulthood. Yeah, yep. good for you. <laughs> and I thought when I got married for six months and said I did it, I'm done. You like said I did it. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently that doesn't. I didn't put the work into it. I didn't want to, but that's okay. But that's what you call a flash in the pan. Yeah, but at least I said I could. I could, I could scratch the thing on my little mark. Sometimes you scratch the box. And then sometimes the box know. is like a bigger box. Like you, oh. you really go in deep, you know. No, so I just did it dude. like I could say I did it, but like didn't do it, dude. So mm-hmm. you know. So now, what's yeah. the French Broad chocolate? The lounge? French Broad chocolate lounge is anything and everything chocolate. Anything from brownies nice. with cacao nibs to chocolate ice cream to cakes, co- uh, cakes and chocolate bars. You name it. Oh my it's, gosh. Heaven of chocolate heaven. Oh, and beer there's too. So, there's so much more <laughs> that we haven't we haven't seen. We I haven't even scratched the surface. And we've I don't. Been there. I know. I'm like your list. No. I'm trying to go through this list, and then like, honestly, I wow. have to bring it. I know Nashville, the uh, Nashville, the North Carolina Arboretum got like built more estate. Um, yep. 
that's a big deal. Um, you've mm-hmm. got to give an overview of that because there's the gardens, but that is like a mansion thing. That's that's. Fillmore okay. is pretty pretty impressive and amazing. I mean, the architecture, there's just nothing like it. When you're standing in front of it, I mean, pictures don't do it justice, honestly. When you stand mm. in front of it and look at it, you're you're just like, how did they build this? How how huge is this this house? And mm. just you it takes your breath away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's mm-hmm. this huge mansion that you can go into, and anybody who mm-hmm. loves Anderson Cooper, it's part of his family. <laughs> just mm-hmm. going back to the Vanderbilts, you know, I mean, it's, yep. it's really this, this ancient time, but not ancient, but like, no, <laughs> the indigenous people would be the ancient ones. If you go to Smoky Mountains National Park, the Smoky Mountains National Park, you'll be able to learn about that. So I wanted to touch yep. on that because I, I mentioned mm-hmm. it and um, the Smoky Mountains it's not that That's far so from beautiful. you. You can do it through the Blue Ridge Parkway or people, can, yes. if it's, you know, weather yep. like now in the winter, you can go on the lower roads, right, to get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, as long as it's yep. clear. Yeah. And you guys, you you sent us that one time we were coming up from Florida, I think. We I don't yes. know. We went through all time temperature zones, and you said, well, we were on our way and we were doing a detour to get to you. And you're like, well, go to Cherokee. I think it was to see yes. the elk. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. in the fall, was September uh, or October, awesome. I think. Lo and behold, yep. we found them. But we also found like historic communities in the park. And I mean, yep. different. Can you give us a little overview of the park? Because we haven't done it like how we do our national parks. Like we went, we right. saw the elk, and it was raining, and it was fall, and leaves were falling. That's beautiful. So cool. And there was like right. a sugar mill and all these things going on. I don't know if it was a sugar. It was a mill. There was like a wheel yeah. thing going around. And COVID and everything, so a lot of things were closed. But it seems right. like this park, you know, it spans two, two states, right? Yeah, yes. Tennessee exactly. And, and Most North people think. Yeah, most people think Tennessee when they think the Smoky Mountains. Little do they know mm. there's a lot of nice things on our side in North Carolina. Mm. Yep. Okay. We saw elk and mm. like yes. little historic there's, communities. I mean, it was amazing to see yeah, life a, in a different way than what we would see in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we love about the Blue Ridge Parkway is that there's so many different things. You can you can spend as much or as little time on it as you want. And then there's just those little things like that. And then, of course, the overlooks that we stopped at where certain places are known for monarch migration and mm-hmm. different bird migrations and stuff like that, that there's something every, in any time of the year, there's something that you can see when the parkway is open. Mm-hmm. There's always a butterfly in Stewart's Knob, apparently. There's like, I mean, from where we were, it was like there's butterflies everywhere. I'm just saying, I'm going, there's a lot of knobs on the parkway everywhere we went. Like, and when we drove to you the last time, oh, even on our way through Virginia, it's like this knob, that knob. I'm like, what, what is coming? Like, so is that is a word for mountain or like knob? I'm, yes. I okay. believe it's when it's a bald, bald top. To the mountain is when they call it a knob. <laughs> oh, 
Yep. Sorry, oh, had to go oh, there. God. So now we also have to bring up Chimney Rock to talk about a big knob. Uh, Chimney Rock State Park. That thing is massive. That thing just goes all the way up. Oh my god! Everybody should see that and go to the park mm-hmm. uh, year round. Absolutely. Yep. When you guys took us there, it was such a beautiful and short drive from mm-hmm. the inn to Chimney Rock State Park, and then the town itself. Charming. Right. There's a winery, but the brewery mm-hmm. was my favorite. Yeah, Lake Lure down there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Didn't we all just love There's, the brewery where we could watch the heron in the water and be oh, that was right so there awesome. on the water yeah, with the heron? Brewery, yep. that Perfect end to cool. the day. It was, yep. and the cool. beer was good, and the food was just like exactly what we needed for our bodies at that time. Mm-hmm. It was just yep. perfect. Yeah. And the heron was like, I'm going to get my dinner. I don't care how many people are watching me. I'm exactly. <laughs> okay, I know he was. He was like, "No, I'm going in." Yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. 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 Just because I haven't Oops. done a ding in a while, I can't keep up. I don't know if it's 23 what? or not. What's up with what? the ding? <laughs> the ding is ding. to, you know, make sure we keep up with our 23. But, you know, we're not. <laughs> so I'm throw a few I, extra I'm in trying, there. I'm trying. I'm trying. So. Asheville Salt Cave. What is that, Karen? What? Are, what are are we playing? Sinbad the Sailor Man. What's going on? What? <laughs> well, I always so that think goes, about Sinbad. That goes in the along cave. the lines of the of the wellness. So um, they built There's an a actual goat in the salt cave. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh. think that's going to happen. But anyway, so salt cave. Go ahead. Sorry. They they built. No, it's fine. They they built um, with Himalayan salt. They built this this nice little room, so you can call it a cave. They have um, like the zero gravity chairs. You lay back. Nice music. They have a little fountain in there, so you hear the trickle of some water. Um, it's just meant to be a nice, relaxing kind of thing. And, of course, then they have add-ons of massages and other kinds of things. So it depends how much you want to pamper yourself, but it's a good place to go relax. So yeah, cool. the crystals are supposed to cleanse your body or something, too, I think. Um, well, people put it in their houses. Healing, yeah, healing yeah. cleansing, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Himalayan good. salt is supposed to, like, Take out the negative energies of the air, and um, mm-hmm. people put it in their offices, in their bedrooms, and mm-hmm. and people should. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, suck that negative. I like salt stuff out. Yeah. So, yeah. speaking of salt, let's go to glass. Uh, Karen, you said Lexington Glassworks was a thing to look at. Mm-hmm. That's it. So there's several different glassworks. That that one just happens to be in the South Slope. So we, surprise, surprise, have visited that one more often. Um, mm. But they do demonstrations where you can watch them make anything from a bowl to a glass, whatever they happen to be working oh, cool. on. Oh, cool. That's, and, of course, they have a bar in there where you can yeah, get beer there, Yeah, you can get beer in there. See, this is why Asheville is so cool and relaxed. Because they have beer and bars and champagne Everywhere. and bookstores. I mean, so they, come on. Mm-hmm. Beer and come on. Everybody's chilled out. you got forest bathing and goat yoga. I mean, what more do you want? Yeah. No wonder. It is a vortex. Uncle mm-hmm. Ted from Grey Line Tours said it built on a vortex. All the religions yep. oh, gathered around for a reason. Yep. Yeah. Like and. 
Uncle yeah. Pat's got to come back on the show. We need him back on with his new album. Yeah, cool. music. Oh, yeah. Want to hear we like music. Uncle Pat. Yeah. Gray yes. Line Tours, Uncle everybody. Pat's that, I would say that would be your start to Asheville, honestly. But I haven't done La Zoom yet, so. Yes, yeah, we got to go there. That. Next time we have to yeah, do that. Yeah, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that if you, you got to do that next the, time. Yeah, if you could do the beer one, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like beer. We'll work around it and make plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we got we got to do that. <laughs> so, what is the McCormick Field about? Home of Asheville tourists? Like what? I don't Go get ahead, it. Steve. That's our baseball team. I'll let That's you. That's our local minor league baseball team. Yeah. Is that what oh, you keep cool. posting photos of? Like you're always we're here, we're doing that, we're you're doing that. that yeah. That's. Now, do you get yeah. good hot dogs before you get into baseball? It's very important to talk about sausage. So what is it? <laughs> You know, can go on the hot dog days, the dollar dog days. Those actually still yep. exist. What dollar dog? Days. Dollar dog days. Yep. Yeah. No oh. way. That's All the right, ultimate yep. sausage. So, <laughs> the Ash- are the actual tourists the actual like the tour like is that the visiting people or is that the that team? is the team that is yeah the that's team. the team believe it or not that's the name of the team as the silly as it sounds but tourists? yep oh. yep. I mean, so are these people different. that are like wow. just fun Asheville people that are good at baseball or? No, it, it's they, a minor league team. Well, They're affiliated with the Houston Astros. Houston Astros. Yep. That's their, wow. I believe oh, it's single okay, A or so, is it double A? Yeah, single. Single. Oh, wow. Okay. So so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And they do it's different theme time. nights, different things. We like going on Jersey night. We have several jerseys. You see where it's jerseys. Three dollar craft beer night, I think it is. Yeah, Thirsty Thursdays. Thirsty Thursdays. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, apparently this is a big deal. Okay. It is for locals especially, it is. I think two dog nights a year, too, so you can take your dogs. And the the families of Mm -hmm. those who are in in playing, that's a big deal, too. Family and friends, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is the S&W Cafeteria? What's that about? What's the S&W stand for? Uh-oh. I said that's that. I can't say I, I can answer what S&W stands for. I know the history of it, and it's one of our favorite places to recommend because that's fairly new reopened. It has um, several different food in there from restaurants that have, are popular in Asheville, so they did like a second location of something. So you mm-hmm. can pick and choose what kind of food. And then you have Good. Highland Brewing, which is was the original oh, yeah. craft brewery. Um, and they have a nice bar in there. The second floor is a nice lounge, very 20-ish themed in there, gorgeous architecture, probably one of the prettiest buildings. I'd say that's my favorite building in all of downtown. Wow. Yeah, I'd say so. Nice. Nice. Wow. And the, is the St. Lawrence Basilica, is that the one that we've seen on, when we do the Gray Line bus tours where that was the guy the, yep. is, where the architect got buried within the building? Yep. Yes, it is. It's the same, yes. <laughs> it's, well, he he got buried within the basilica. If you're going to be buried, you might as well be buried in your own building. He forgot to yeah. build the staircase yeah. out. Oh, my gosh. Well, the basilica I think you got to go to church every day. <laughs> no. Oh, 
That's a beautiful building, though. For for anybody, just architecture wise, it's a beautiful building. But mm-hmm. listen, the guy gets to see all the weddings and all the bridezillas and all the mother in laws speaking well, out and all the drama that goes on in a church. Listen, churches have so much drama. I mean, oh my God, come on, it's like graveyard TV. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That only happens once you step out into the street and where everybody's buried. And then you've got the haunted yeah. nun that appears because, you know, all the things for the nun. And on to know about the, the nun, you got to yeah. go on the Grey Line bus tour. Or trolley tour, mm-hmm. excuse me, not bus tour. Trolley mm-hmm. tour. Because yep. that is a whole other yep. thing. And I, the, haunted, the haunted mystery tour, they do that year-round, right? Because that is. That's too much honestly, fun. Honestly, I, I love the Grey Line tours. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I think they do a good job, and um, mm-hmm. they do. I I just you know going around the city. I was like, oh, just can you? I just wanted them to stop so I could get off the bus for a second, you know. But you can't <laughs> because that's not the tour it's you're on. A lot on. to take in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot it to is. Take in. I mean, Asheville. You go around. Here's this ancient basilica, you know, St. Lawrence, mm-hmm. and then they're telling you about the guy being buried in there and then the nun <laughs> popping up down the street you know she's dead and popping up and you go around the corner and then hello here's the orange peel and there's you know hello you know there's Lionel Richie basically <laughs> hello hello yep. the mural you know yep <laughs> easy what is the Woolworth walk the Woolworth Steve you want to the Woolworth, Woolworth building it used to be a Woolworth, Woolworth building yes and they turned it into an, um, an art studio or, or an art, art oh, yeah. gallery, I should say. Um, and level. they uh, still have the old the old soda fountain there, so you can go up to the to the little soda bar and order yourself a ice cream soda. Um, hmm. Oh no way! Like cheer, what about you get cheer wine with chocolate ice cream is really good. Yes, hmm. if you all haven't had cheer wine, that is a North Carolina thing. It's like a jar, dark cherry soda. So we had a dark cherry soda with dark chocolate ice cream. Oh my gosh, Ooh, that was yum. That Ooh. sounds good. Hmm. Oh my god, I'm, I'm I in. remember Woolworths from my grandmother. She just like that was the place yeah. to shop. We had Woolworths yeah. in South Africa. It was like yeah. a J.C. Penny Woolworths. Yeah, yeah. like a yeah, J.C. Yeah. Penny. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it yeah, was. it was like now, now. Yeah, well, there it is. Wow. I think yep. we covered everything. Guys, we did it. Wow. We did Yay. over 23. Um, only thing I would say is downtown Asheville. Is that different from the River Arts District? Two different places? Two yep. different. I mean, they're both within a mile of the inn, just different mm-hmm. directions. But so much to explore between doing downtown mm-hmm. one day, River Arts another, seeing all the artist stuff down there. And then there's getting to be more restaurants and breweries down in River Arts as well. Yep. And then Pisgah National Forest, um, that is part yeah. of the parkway, but it's kind of connected to Smoky Mountain or not? Like it's just really part yeah, of the parkway? So. Yeah. It's, it's connected kind of, to kind the parkway. surrounded by the Pisgah Forest. Yeah, Pisgah is like in sections to the north, to the south, every direction mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. There's some sections we like more than others. That's That's usually our go-to for hiking in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it's, you, you guys always post awesome photos on Facebook yeah, and Instagram, Twitter. Everybody keep up with them there. Lion, uh, Karen, give everybody the, the handles. The, what are your handles, Karen? 
Yeah, hold on. <laughs> um, let's see. I have to think about that. I'm so used to posting, I can't think of what the handles yeah, it's are. Yeah, the line in the road. Just type it in the search. You'll see the line in the road. The logo come up, and that I know it just on the. You'll see the beautiful or, pink lady. The mm-hmm. beautiful pink lady, or the beautiful pink lion, comes up on Facebook. The line mm-hmm. in the road, bed That's and true. breakfast, Asheville. Um, everyone, just go to lion-rose.com and click from there. That's the best thing. And while you're yep. there, just re- reserve a night or two or three or four or five. Absolutely. It is an awesome place to stay. That is our number one thing. You go, that was our very first experience in Asheville, and mm-hmm. we haven't stopped going back. And I think, you know, they say it's a vortex. That's what Uncle Ted says. Yeah. And so I believe in Uncle Ted, and I believe in good people, I believe in nature, and I believe in good brewery. Well, I see mm-hmm. that we haven't done <laughs> half of the things we need to do. Yeah. Oh, there's but so many. Nope. There's so many we have not touched on yet either in four wow. years. Wow. Yeah, and we, you know, how we try to get out and about to do things. Exactly. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the last thing because we're going to close with a song called Paradise Falls by Love Bubble. They were on our show when we did the the Toast of the Music uh, Mm -hmm. in Asheville. And uh, Love Bubble is a local band, and you can keep up with them at lovebubble.bandcamp.com or reverbnation.com forward slash lovebubble WNC. Just type in Love Bubble Band Asheville, and you'll find them. They're awesome. They were on our show when we were in Asheville a couple mm. years back with their Love Revolution album. And in, this is Hank Bones, Paula Hankey, and Peggy Ratoots. And they are awesome. This is about all harmony music. But Paradise mm. Falls is about a waterfall in Asheville yeah, area. area. And Yep. Stephen, Karen, you know how to chase waterfalls, whether they're flowing mm-hmm. or icing over. And so that <laughs> is something we should put as one of the, the major 23 things to do is go True. chase waterfalls. Look, looking mm-hmm. glass. Is we are working our list down that. Looking awesome. glass is one you just went to and one you took us to. And mm-hmm. I just, we just, everyone, our upcoming, uh, well, you'll see it, it's out by this time of this airing, Parks and Travel Magazine, do you know there's a looking glass chief, Native American chief, um, that Mm. was talking Mm -hmm. with Chief Joseph when he was going through the U.S. Calvary chasing him, and he said, screw you, and I'm running with my tribe, like, basically, you know. Um, Anyway, so we, we did this whole thing on this trail ride that people do on horseback. The progressive mm-hmm. trail ride for 13 years that you do yeah. one portion every 13 years. And our friend Christy mm-hmm. is now in her second portion of this, taking her yeah. horse and, you know, mm-hmm. doing this. But looking mm-hmm. at talks to Chief Joseph, and I'm like sitting there last night doing all this work, this research yeah. thing going, Looking Glass Falls. I know it makes sense for a waterfall to be called that, but I wonder if it's going back to Looking Glass Chief Looking Glass. Would Asheville, mm. North Carolina connect all the way back to the the very, you know, top west corner of our country? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's interesting. But the word yeah. glass is a modern word compared to if you, But he if was he, looking glass was his me, name. I think. 
Yeah. You know, it's like he's looking into the pond like Narcissus or yeah. whatever his name was. You could see his reflection and couldn't stop looking. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so, it, you know, because the water's like glass, so it reflects back. That yeah. Is, yeah, and then now the glass, the word glass is a, is a window pane or... Um, Right, you know, it's not. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I just thought of yeah. it because mm. the indigenous That's people of your area—that mm. is something I want to say. Look that up, that history, because yeah. the indigenous people of North Carolina and the Appalachian region, Smoky Mountains, Pisgah Forest—that mm-hmm. is some of the most important history that you have in your backyard. So yeah. I know mm-hmm. we talked about the arts and. But I just want to make sure people mm-hmm. research that too when they travel mm-hmm. because sure there's there is no anything without them exactly the yep. conduit between so thank you both for joining us and these well, shows thank are you. fun every first Tuesday everyone adventures in Asheville today we covered over twenty three. I think we wow. did more, right? I think we did it. We did. Yeah. It. That's a lot. We did. That's a lot. We, I know, but there's still more, so stay tuned. There's a lot every more. First, every first Tuesday uh, here on BigBlendRadio.com, keep up with Stephen Karen through Mrs. Wild of Asheville at Lion-Rose.com. And cool. we're going to close again with the song, Here It Is, Paradise Falls by Love Bubble. Here it is. Everybody wants a love bubble. I'm just saying. Here it is. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Where the mountains rise and the water falls, my spirit flies. When I hear that music, water music, paradise I want to see your face.